So welcome to the first edition of something we'd like to call Space to Rant, because we couldn't very well call it from the gallery without me looking bitter, or answer this for similar reasons. That and the fact that the target is no longer there. What we want to do with this new feature was to give all of the roundtable regulars a chance to sit on their soapbox and say something on really any topic without the usual roundtable banter and interference that have become a hallmark of the show, and to even say something or to tell a story in a semi-serious or sincere manner, which, depending on who you're talking about, can be a very foreign idea. Now, I asked everyone to offer a rant, but they've all refused because they want to know how this was going to go and know what I was going for. So because of that, I have decided, or by default, to go first, so that others have an idea, or as I'd like to put it, have a clue. So if you want to leave any comments on this new feature, please feel free to do so on our email or blog. Roundtable at thecomicden.com for the email, and www.animeroundtable.com on our website blog. My first memories of the NHK Kohaku Utagasen, or Red and White show, were as a kid 20 years ago. Every New Year's Day, I would do some channel surfing of mainly college bowl games and related parades. In doing so, I would stumble upon a song and dance show in what I originally thought was in, ja was in Chinese. Of course, it didn't take me too long to figure out it was a Japanese language show I was watching. It was a fun little spectacle where we'd see act after act of singing and dancing of mainly Japanese artists. But I remember also seeing some Western acts that had been popular during that time. Amongst them Cindy Lauper, Andy Williams, and Sarah Brightman singing a song from Phantom of the Opera. The Japanese Red and White is an annual variety show done by NHK on New Year's Eve. It was started in the post-war to help raise the morale of the Japanese in the immediate years. It is, in many ways, a battle of the sexes talent competition, with the girls dressed in red against the guys in white. They take turns presenting acts, and by the end of the night, the audience decided who had the better acts. The show traditionally ended just before midnight so that the nation could ring in the new year with reflection and prayers for the next 365 days. Now, last I checked, the guys had a winning streak going, and the acts themselves were of the variety show type, early, uh, usually early on having many J-pop and J-rock acts, and then ultimately ending with more traditional Japanese Enka acts. Over the years, I've seen many well-known bands performing songs familiar to anime fans, like Judy and Mary performing Sobakasu, which was Rudoni Kenshin's first opening, or Yamazaki Masakazu performing One More Chance, One More Time, which we know from 5 centimeters per second, or the kicker, Exa Japan doing Forever Love from the X movie, more than 10 years ago in what I believe to be one of their final public performances, recent reunions aside. My personal favorite performance from all of those was in 1998, when Akiko Wada used the girl's final performance of the night to belt out this memorable Enka song. 
She used the full strength of her voice and sung most of the song without a microphone, and you could hear it echo throughout the NHK main auditorium. I also remember the reaction the audience gave for it. I do know it was the kicker for a girls' red team win that year. Listeners to this show will remember Miss Wada mentioned in a past episode when she did a comedy piece with Shoko Nakagawa a few years ago. Another funny aside is that, according to Wikipedia, she's the Japanese voice of Marge Simpson. But of course, that's Wikipedia. Of course, outside of Japan, you would have been hard-pressed back then to find a station airing the red and white. But I knew, I know in Ontario, we were really lucky. Her name was Susan Tucci. She was known to be a very active lady in the Japanese-Canadian community. An internee at the internment camps of the Second World War, she spent her years wanting to give Canadians a greater understanding of Japanese culture while fighting for internee rights. Her efforts spawned two TV shows, one on what is now Omni One here in Ontario in the early 80s, and then one on City TV on Sunday mornings via the Chin TV multicultural block afterwards, which was called Hello Japan. I guess a take on the Hello Kitty name. She became a bit of a pioneer of sorts when she started her own production company and used her own connections in a grassroots manner to get sponsorships to produce her show on City TV. Personally, during my years of running an anime club, let's say long ago, I would personally contact her via email asking if it was okay to show some of her shows during our anime showings. She was, she was always kind with us and often gave us encouraging words. Some of those connections got her agreements with NHK to show some of their programming, much of which was used in the form of news programming and dramas, which were shown as part of Hello Japan. In the process, she got the Canadian rights for the NHK Kohaku and held them for the better part of 20 years. During that time, it was shown on New Year's Day with a few edits within hours of its live broadcast in Japan, and it was usually shown on CHCH in Hamilton, what is now the E! Channel up here in Ontario. And that's where many of us became familiar with it. Hello Japan ended in 2000 when Tuji was diagnosed with kidney cancer. For a brief time, her daughter Mia hosted the show before she came back for its final broadcasts. When it ended, so did our regular look at the Japanese red and white. The show itself can still be seen in North America every year, if you're willing to pay for it, that is, on NHK's TV Japan service. And then, of course, there's the torrents. Susan Tuji died on August 24, 2002, at the age of 69. And her history will say she'll be remembered for how she fought for internee rights and against discrimination. But for me personally, I'll remember, for her, I'll remember her for how she helped get the new year off on an entertaining note. A toast to her on this day. We'll see you, a week or, we'll see you in a week or so to start off 2009. Yoi otoshi o umukai kudasai. May you cross over safely into the new year.